You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the show where we finally finished the filler. Yeah, wait, all of it? Well, for now. (laughs) For now. (laughs) For now. We watched episodes 180 through 189, finishing out the Shusuke Amagai arc. Incredible as it was. <laughs> you gonna introduce any of us? Yeah, we're getting to that. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm your host, Bob Video Games, and I'm here with the usuals. We have Dan Video Games. I didn't realize I was on comedy bang bang and needed to stay silent until I was introduced. <laughs> Chris Wolfhart. Ooh. In Dr. Agro. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Was it though? <laughs> it was for me. Was it? I feel like the stuff you liked (laughs) vanished four episodes into last episode. (laughs) But I was still cruising. Agro can like new and different things. We don't know. We don't control him. We need to expose Agro to the Bount arc because I really need the power scaling now because I kind of think this was worse. My expectation is the Bount arc. He will like reading more and hate the Jinkaria memes even more. (laughs) (laughs) This has the buff of being half the length of the bounce arc. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I'm viciously sick thinking about that, right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's oh. true, but at the oh. same time, I feel like more things happened, even in the arc that didn't count, <laughs> than happens in this. Possible. But before we get into that, we need to find out about Patreon and the benefits it has for you. The listener. Well, if you'd like early access to Chugging Bleach, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. In fact, if you are listening to this episode publicly on YouTube, then there is another patron-exclusive episode waiting for you on the Patreon that will be, you know, you get a month in advance. That's so delightful. Wow. You also get many other benefits such as funding a monthly show wherein we, where it is, it is either a private just for you show where we review a good thing and you get to vote on which good thing we watch, or it is a public show where we watch a bad thing that you don't get to pick, we get to pick that, but it's bad. And you also get a commentary track for it. Indeed, you get perhaps somewhere in the ballpark of 100 commentary tracks at this current point in time. There's a lot for things you would never want to watch, like Dr. Horrible's sing along blog, <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine. And an exclusive movie that is only available on our Patreon called Isolation 119, a delightful film about a man taking a trip to Thailand to solve the injuring of his brother and an Organization 13 member from Kingdom Hearts shows up and talks to him with Microsoft Sam voice. (laughs) It is very interesting. That is patreon.com slash GB podcast. He does that peak Western RPG move of trying to charisma check his way into having the main character low tier God himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess now we need to talk about these episodes. (laughs) Uh, Let's go. Don't expect me to, to, to even begin to remember what we left off on. All I know what is what at the start of this episode. Oh my God. I, (laughs) I didn't even try to remember that one second. Um, Oh my god. Yeah, it's gone. I think that they they saved Riccio and went back to the human world and everything was okay. Oh, right. That's why I don't remember because it didn't flow into this moment at all. Yeah, I I (laughs) guess Ichigo killed the guy with the dumb mirror sword. Yes, he killed Hanza. Mm -hmm. Yes, Hanza. Hanzo. No, it's Hanza. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. It's Hanza for some reason. I don't... 
At first, I thought Maybe it was the Hamza. Just says it wrong. No, I checked the you Bleach check, Wiki you check, even. You checked the... <laughs> episode 180. <laughs> Richio's NPC fiance is being fitted for a wedding, Hakama. That's that scene. Yep. Ichigo and everybody is talking in Urahara's shop. They discuss the dumb political angle of this plot and how they're going to hold a fake wedding to steal control of the family. The wedding is happening in two days. Chad and Nishida are being healed by Orihime, and it's filler now, so her powers don't work anymore, just like Bounark. <laughs> yup. Yep. Yeah. Remember the episodes ago when she healed someone who was turning to hamburger within a couple seconds? Yeah. That was... No, but it's fine. This will pay off later when it becomes even dumber. <laughs> Rurichiro feels bad because people got hurt for her, and Orihime lets her pretend to help to Ishida and Chad. Then we get the second scene of this arc of her crying on the roof of a building while Ichigo consoles her. Yeah, and he says that really cool line where he's like, only smoke and fools like high places. And I'm like, Ichigo, what? He's turning into a dad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> That's why Orihime is so nice to this child, because he's, he's like, she's she's pushing him closer. It'll be soon. It'll be soon he'll be willing. <laughs> She then reveals she's she's no because the whole time they're trying to keep it a secret from her that she's trying to be usurped and blah 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 and she's like no no I know what's going on you stupid assholes and then she kicks Ichigo off the roof and pulls out a magic knife that I guess lets her teleport back to Soul Society. It sure did that in that scene. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everybody comes out because of the commotion and they reiterate everything that's happened in the plot, which is nothing. Yeah. And then Urahara and Yorichi are like, okay, goodbye. Go back to Soul Society. We'll miss you. Goodbye. Rurichio returns to her clan's mansion. People gather. Ichigo, Rukia, and the two retainers show up. They have to wait outside while their papers are checked. Rurichio and Kanogi, the NPC fiance, meet, and they just sit in the, on a blanket in the sun and stare at each other. That's that scene. Ichigo and Ko get through the checkpoint. Kenryu and Inryu act smug and say they have high-level clearance to get them into the uh, Kasumiyoji clan palace but they've been declared traitors and they all have to run and they escape and hide in a sewer. And then they have a big discussion about how Ruchio, she intends to use the wedding as an opportunity to declare the evil advisor excommunicado. So they all have to trust in her plan. <sighs> uh, then the wedding happens. Ichigo and Ko show up, try and talk to her, but then Soifan and the other soul reapers show up to stop him. Oh boy. Illustrated guide to soul reapers. Not, not golden. golden. Not golden. <laughs> I think there was one thing I want to say about the wedding. We see some dude holding a double biwa, and I thought that was way too funny. <laughs> it's the small things. Pesce and Dadan Chaka are laying in the rubble where we left them with Rinji. Like they've been waiting, like they've been in the frozen time since the filler started. And Rinji's like, stop slack. We might be ready to fight anytime. And Pesce's like, I'm ready to show off my weapon and then slaps his dick. Yep. <laughs> Don Chaka does jazz hands and laughs and he's unamused. <laughs> Episode 181. Soifan and her loser jobbers are there to stop Ichigo. Ichigo tries to appeal to Richio, but unsurprisingly, it is not Richio. She's been replaced. What? No way. They kidnapped me. Oh no, get him, Soifan. Inryu, the bald guy, leaps into the air in Shikai's, and his Shikai is a big pair of Hulk hands on chains, <laughs> and he smashes through the roof throne and basically splits the palace in half, which is actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Rukius duels Soifan while Ichigo tries to attack Ruchio again, and she's been replaced and fucking stabs him. <laughs> which just, works for some reason. Which is pretty funny. Everybody rolls around a little bit, punching each other. It's all very limp. Ichigo tries to appeal to the NPC fiancé. 
Omeda, who is bowling ball Shikaiman, who is uh, Soifan's lieutenant, gets humiliated by Kenryu and Inuryu, which is pretty funny. This is so <laughs> sad. <laughs> this guy's he a real character, so and he's getting beaten by filler characters. Yeah, someone had to get demoted. <laughs> to be fair, he, I don't think he ever puts up a good performance against anybody, so <laughs> if anybody's gonna job... In fact, this is perfectly canonical. Right? They also humiliate a bunch of NPCs, and Kenryu, like, kind of blinds them with fucking roses, and... Then Soifan gets over to Ichigo, and she's in use. She's in useless dipshit mode, so she won't listen to any reason and just keeps trying to kill Ichigo. And he's like, "Look at how evil that guy is! Look, you can just look at him and see. <laughs> Come on, he's radiating evil energy right now. Like, look at the way his glasses shine. Fucking come on, woman!" And then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shikai you and kill you with the fucking poison." <laughs> Oh, wait, it's not actually poison. That's the thing the Bout arc made up that is seemingly people internalized. <laughs> <laughs> Rukia uses her ice to make a wall and they run away. NPC fiance helps him escape because uh, Ichigo talking to him for two seconds fucking swapped him. Yep. Soifan gets told by the evil advisor, oh, please, uh, you're, you're so busy. It's it's really dirty. You just don't, don't pursue them into the palace and look around. Oh, it'd be beyond. We can handle it from here, even though that's one. That's a guy that's beaten up multiple captains at this point. <laughs> you don't need to. We'll take care of it. And Soifan is like, like her. You can see her brain cells visibly die. She's like, okay. She's like, okay. I believe you. <laughs> Ichigo, Rukia, and the NPC are running in the mansion. It looks really bad. They hide in a room, and the NPC talks about how he wants to help them because he's been in love with Richiro ever since the first time he saw her. And they babble a little bit and have a pointless slideshow flashback. Then we get some pointless filler of Soifan just kind of standing around outside the mansion. Yeah. Uh, then Ichigo leaves the mansion, feigning holding the fiance as a hostage. And Soifan like shits her pants in cop fury, but can't do anything. <laughs> she just has to let him leave. <laughs> Captain's meeting. Oh, Ichigo yeah. and Soifan are declared wanted. Soifan and uh, Ichigo and Rukia are declared wanted. Soifan and Amagai are in charge of capturing them. Soifan's like, I'm a stupid fascist, and even I think this is suspicious. <laughs> Captain Yamamoto and Captain <laughs> like, Yes, but I'm senile, so we can I can't internalize that. Amagai goes and tells Iziru that their new mission is to catch Ichigo and Rukia. Iziru's like, Hey, uh, Kibune is real fucking suspicious, and Amagai's like. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll think about that a little bit. <laughs> no, he like tried to kill one of our squad mates. I don't know why I didn't bring this up earlier. Huh. That's very good, Azuru. I'll tell you what. You keep watching him, and I'll wait for you to tell me that again. Good talk. <laughs> Fucking Walmart manager energy. <laughs> Illustrated guide this to soul reapers, reapers, not golden. Not golden. Tetsuzaimon and Ukitake are meeting in the bathroom. They need a big shot to join the men's association so they'll have respectability. I guess Ukitake being a captain is not a big shot. Not big enough. I guess. It cuts to them asking Byakuya who refuses them before the sentence is over. <laughs> it's great. I imagine it was like, I'm not going to dress like you. That's cringe. Leave. <laughs> Episode 182, Ichigo, Rukia, and Kanogi, that's the NPC again. Talk about nothing in the sewers. Soifan says nothing to her gaggle of stealth force no, NPCs. No, no, it's, it's important. They talk about sneaking back into the palace, the place they just snuck out of. 
Uh, yes, because it's truly filler. So it's unimportant. I really like, though, that the sewers, because they are that recycled background, uh -huh. they use the same drawings, but they, they color shifted it red. They did. So it looks different from how it looked when we saw it forever <laughs> ago in the Soul Society arc. And they probably need to zoom in on it because now we're on widescreen, so everything looks wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking impressive work here, guys. <laughs> Omega shows up to Swyphon and is like, wow, boss, this seems really stupid. And Swyphon says, yeah, but the script says we got to do this. <laughs> Izuru talks to Squad 3 about how they're on standby and then to Amagai about how, well, nothing, nothing's unusual with Kibune yet. And we cut to the evil advisor who's just grumbling and that's it. When Uruchio came back, she was captured and replaced. We fucking knew that already. She's in a jail cell that's like a birdcage hanging from the ceiling. Kibune is talking to her and he's like, you think Ichigo's gonna come save you, but I'll deal with Ichigo. And I'm like, dude, Ichigo would vaporize you with a thought. <laughs> I don't think you understand the scale of power you are relative to other characters. Rishiro basically calls him a little bitch, and he gets, like, seethingly upset about it. <laughs> right? It's true. He gets fucking bodied by this 11-year-old girl in a cage. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the few times this arc has a moment, and I'm like, oh, man, you actually nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> He leaves, and one of the squad three guys is drunk and stumbling around. He's like, hey, here's, hey, third seat, Kibune. It's so great to see you. How's it going? And then, and then uh, Kibune kills him because he saw him. Yeah, that's so good. And he's like, I won't tell anyone that you're clearly doing shit out here. And he's like, you saw me clearly doing shit out of here. <laughs> Draw a sword. Izuru reports Kibune missing to Amagai. Amagai tells him to look for Kibune while he takes care of the search for Ichigo. Rinji meets with Byakuya. They have the conversation. They must have a reason. Mala. The, the two puppets that the two cardboard cutout puppets of these real characters babble at each other a little <laughs> bit. Ichigo and Rukia and Kanogi run through the sewers. Someone found them. They leave the sewers and Amagai is there. Amagai introduces himself and then they say some shit that doesn't matter. Ichigo <laughs> and Amagai start to fight. Look, if I if I watch the scene, I'm like, that didn't do anything. That was nothing. Yeah, but that's yeah. like most of this arc where they're just like, um, laws. <laughs> Amagai orders his men to stay out of it, and then Amagai uses his shikai sever Rika, and it turns into a weird piece of shit on with a hook on the end, and it like superheats. They fight some more. Kanogi jumps in and begs Amagai to help them instead of trying to kill them in this fight. That actually works. And Amagai agrees, and he's like, well, Yamamoto's a senile dipshit who doesn't want to get involved with the nobles, so it's going to be hard, but I'll help. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, I'll be right back. Isane tries to go through the door in Byakuya's house, but she can't. Byakuya had it nailed shut. Uh, Yashiru had a second door installed right next to the first one, and Byakuya is actually shocked. This is the funniest joke in the entire arc. Yeah. He shouldn't have tried. He knew he shouldn't have tried. Right. Yeah, she's literally like, Bianca, it seems like you accidentally blocked this door. Don't worry, I installed another one right next to it. It was truly some Looney Tunes-ass moment when the motherfucker had to say, finally, some peace and quiet. Episode 184. Wow, this is sure going faster than normal. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> Dehydrated bleach. Swallow this pill and you get the effects of watching anime and possibly wasting your life, but nothing really happened. I skipped a whole episode. We're actually what episode 183. I'm sorry. We're not going that fast. That would have been good, though. <laughs> it would have been good. 
The stealth force is looking for Ichigo and Rukia. Omeda tells everybody to take a break. Izuru is snooping around the Kasumiyoji estate looking for Kibune. Amagai is with Ichigo and Rukia. He says he'll help them for personal reasons, but he can't involve his squad because they'd get in trouble. They go running and Amagai says he's doing this to figure out what's going on with Kibune. And we immediately cut to Yamato putting a hit out on Amagai and ordering another captain's <laughs> meeting. <laughs> I almost died. We just call a captain's meeting. Oh, fuck. Various captains react to this news. Iba and his guys are walking around. They cut to, they run into Rinji and his guys and they start like being puffed up dickheads to each other for no reason. Like it's, it's wildly out of character. Yeah. Squad 11's guys, none of the real ones, are, are running around rabble-rousing and they run into Shuhei. He tells them to fuck off and they don't, so he's going to beat their ass, but Ikaku shows up. This is getting real fucking yeah, dumb. This, right? is the, this is so flimsy. This is why the Soul Reaper Civil War happens? <laughs> Look, they have my territory. God. <laughs> Renji and Iba squabble because Renji didn't forget the entire fucking arc where Ichigo beat them all their asses and outed them as woefully incompetent and Iba did. <laughs> Izuru finds like an old shed out in the woods with some old-timey Japanese chests in it. Izuru can't find Kibune until he remembers the scene where they trained the squad at an old battle arena, a scene I'm not even sure I mentioned specifically in the last episode because it was so fucking irrelevant. Until now. <laughs> Captain's meeting. Uh, Go capture Ichigo and Rukia and I'm a guy. No, you can't investigate the Kasumiyoji clan. This is going to have a reason, but I bet it's going to be real dumb. Sukitake <laughs> and Kyoraku have the dumbest conversation possible. I, I can't even begin to remember what it was. I just remember it was not important. <laughs> I think they were at that point where they're like, wait, have we been here before? I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> Nanao runs up and yells there's a fight. Iba and Renji, but also Ikaku and Shuhei are fighting, like, like in a way that just seems like two frats met after both were tanked. Squad 3 found the guy Kibune killed. It literally doesn't matter, but he seriously spends two seconds with them. Then he goes to the arena to look around. We cut to Ruricio having successfully picked the lock on her cage. She's like, wow, I can't believe I did that, but I tried because Ichigo would have tried. And then she's like, I'm glad there's nobody around to stop me, but then... A bunch of a stealth force, Kmart stealth force guys, the, the just, evil stealth force that are even more incompetent, like all teleport in. They just fucking show up and she's like, oh, I was dumb to try and starts kind of heading back already. I'm like, this is depressing. Izuru is watching from a skylight. And he wonders what the fuck's going on. He's like, I don't fucking know who this person is. Why the fuck would I know? And then more Kmart stealth force jump him and he owns them pretty easily, but they all pull out Bakuto and start pressuring him a little bit. We then cut back to the meatheads fighting and they like all decide we'll trust Ichigo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's our alternative? Fighting him? Right? <laughs> we cut back to Izuru and he owned all the Bakuto guys and then Kibune attacks him with the big boomerang batleth thing. That's the end of this episode. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Renji and Shuhei are walking. Shuhei says he's hungry. He knows a place they can eat for free. They go to Amida's house. They always make way too much rich food, so there's always leftovers, and Shuhei starts stuffing his face with rice with, like, steak and eel on top of it as Rinji gawks. And Shuhei's like, it's free and really good, so don't complain. And then she's like, you have no pride. And I'm like, bro, you're Rinji. Right? <laughs> I feel like he would be the first one to jump at this opportunity. Yeah, I don't get it. Episode 184. Kibune tries to Aizen at Izuru, and I'm like, bro... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you better change your pronouns to he, they, because you're not him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally out loud apologized for calling Xyloporo Kmart watered down Aizen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a correct assessment. Kibune is like Dollar General Aizen. He's Dollar Tree Aizen. <laughs> A bunch of shit that doesn't matter happens for three solid minutes. It means nothing. It is nothing. A black screen would have given us more. It is the worst it has ever been. It is just like Izuru asking him what's going on while Kibune is cryptic. Yeah. Yeah. Ichigo, Amagai, and Ruki get a message from Izuru fucking somehow saying he found the princess and she's at the squad three barracks and he found Kibune and they're all going to go. And he did release the, the butterfly right before the ninjas That's attacked true. him. And they, those true. ninjas are super incompetent. They really are. <laughs> yeah. We cut to Kenpachi and Yashiro. She's like, Kenny, are you going to go be in the plot now? And he says, no. Yep. And that, that's that's literally it. She's like, Kenny, are you going to, do you want to fight Ichigo? Are you going to go find him? And he just goes, no. I've, this doesn't matter. I can tell. <laughs> I've chosen instead to do nothing because nothing would have been better than what's happening. They start to go to the arena. Ichigo and Amagai see some guys carrying a Ruricio-shaped bundle and go after them. Rukia has to stay with the NPC fiancé. We cut to Izuru and Kibune fighting. Kibune can control his big stupid Klingon sword with, like, telepathy. The, the Squad 3 NPCs show up. They have a completely insane little dialogue where they're like, Third C Kibune, you're, you're an evil incel, but you were so cool. <laughs> it's so bad. Izuru's like, hey, look, we're fighting because I was right about him being evil. And they literally go, Third C Kibune, is this true? You guys suck. And then he's like, yes. And then Kibune says, you're all weak, so I'll kill all of you. And he throws like his, he, he, he turns it into like a destructo disc spinning thing and fucking throws it at him. He almost hits one of them, but Izuru blocks it with his Shikai. Kibune is smug, but then Izuru reveals, you know how my sword can do one thing? Yeah. Well, it did it. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems a little bit less useful when you are got when you can control it with telekinesis. Which doesn't seem to be, like, the weight doesn't seem to be impeding it. That. Izuru then demands to know what's going on, and Kibune says, no, I'm just a really lame version of Aizen. I want to be the strongest soul reaper there ever was. <laughs> and then he throws his sword at Izuru again after, but now there's like a glowing green light. And this time Izuru can't block it and gets knocked through a wall. He gets ended up, ends up in the tower and hot and Izuru hides and Kibune comes in and then goes on yet another violent incel rant. <laughs> yeah. Have we, have we had the flashback of him being a violent incel yet? <laughs> no, that is a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. Izuru goads him into attacking dodges and hits him with a hot O He's about to deliver the finishing blow, and but Kabune has a Bakato also. He owns the shit out of Izuru with green light and blows him out of the tower and it collapses. Kibune explains because he got the Bakato from the Kasumiyoji clan because he's a violent incel that repels everyone who ever encounters him. <laughs> so he never got promoted, but with this, he'll be the strongest. You'd think getting a Bankai would be his first priority, but I guess not. Nope. He also implies that the Diet Stealth Force are Soul Reapers? How the fuck? fuck does that work? I don't think these nobles have a private soul reaper army. I don't. Right. It doesn't. But like he literally has a flashback where he's like, I was so strong and cool, but everybody disrespected me just because I was an <laughs> arrogant piece of shit who wasn't actually that good. <laughs> I kept killing all my teammates. Right? I was like, how did you not get to put to prison or anything for that? 
And they banned me from the marketplace of free ideas. <laughs> his Bakuto is a piece of shit that looks like he has a chameleon's ass attached to his wrist. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything. I think, I think it's what lets him do the telekinesis. Yeah, it lets him make it fly. But he keeps, like, swinging it, and every now and then it'll, like, uncurl. And I'm, I'm like, oh, he's going to hit him with it. No? No, it's just weird and dumb looking. Okay. It's just weird. Yeah. The, also, in this backstory, he says, like, that's when I found it, talking about his Bakuto. It's really unclear. And how I was that like, happened. wait, didn't you just say it was a secret of that clan right before you headed into this flashback? And now you're saying they showed him like reading a book. So I assume he found out the Bakuto existed and were made by the Kasumiyoji clan and then went to get one. It's funny because they show that sequence and not him talking to anyone in the Kasumiyoji clan. <laughs> And I'm like, that is fucking all right, whatever. And then whatever. we just put this on the back burner for one whole episode. Anyway, anyway he knocks Azura down and is going to kill him. Oh, my God. Illustrated guide. To, oh, wait. It is not illustrated guide. To it is the complete Quincy. Ryukin will explain the qu clothing a Quincy wears. It changes based on current trends, but is always stylish and functional. Ishin's is like, I have a picture of Ryukin in his old Quincy outfit. But, but Ryukin shoots the photo before he can show it. Uh, this arc, episode. this is when I realized this arc is like if an AI wrote Bleach. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. Like, it has the same, like, meandering insanity of, like, AI <laughs> yes! writing. It's, it's really fucking... <sighs> um, Izura blocks the attack, but then just gets owned and cut anyway. Izura points out that his motivation is stupid. And Kubunu says, well, the Kasumiyoji are going to take over Soul Society with the Bakuto. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, there are thir 13 guys stronger than you can imagine yeah. over there. Right. He's like, this sword has made me the strongest soul reaper. I know you have met at least one captain. Like, it happened on screen, my guy. Right, yeah. when they revealed that was the plan, I was like, that doesn't seem possible no. to be the you, plan. You know, uh, any anybody capable of rational thought would, like, pass Kenpachi in the street and go, oh, that plan's no good. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to start over on this one. Then he says he's going to kill all of Squad 3, and Izuru gets really mad and powers up at this, and Kibune goes on another incel rant, and Izuru basically says, dude, you suck and need to die. <laughs> they fight a little bit more, and Izuru kicks him and blows him up with a hato, and then he tells Kibune, you're not using that power, it's using you. <laughs> And Kibune copes and seethes, and Zuru's like, I'm stronger than you because I'm fighting for a cause. And then he fractures the big dumb batleth, and then Zuru realizes the decoration on the big dumb batleth is actually the Bakuto and breaks it. So now he can't use telekinesis anymore, so the sword is too heavy, and Kibune is owned again. Uh, he tries to power up even more using the Bakuto, and it, like, eats his whole torso and turns into a big dumb monster thing. It makes his face and mouth into fucking headlights on a car. Yeah, he, he gets he gets the Mortal Kombat versus DC Rage piss. He does! Yeah! And they do, like, the cross slash, and Kabune's sword breaks, and he collapses and dies and bursts into flame. Yeah, yes. that shit is fucking hilarious! This is possibly one of the funniest arcs in Bleach that at no point is trying to be f funny when it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> it's so boring, though. It's so unbelievably dull. Something about this really did it for me. Of like, I like it when filler characters have to confront... How much they suck? Yeah, how much they suck compared oh, to yeah. a real character. And that real character is Kira. And the, the... Like, this... this <laughs> yeah. Right? 
like this lieutenant that's kind of pathetic and he gets owned this bad that's so good it's like the last four episodes are full of so many dialogues that are literally real character and bleach points at you and goes wait but my penis is small and yours is even smaller and then the bad guy goes yes i have the tiniest dick like Izuru has spent this entire arc with his pants around his ankles and Kibune is still lower. <laughs> Soifan gets a report about some shit that doesn't matter and then Yoruichi shows up. Soifan is really gay and Yoruichi offers information because that's all she can do in filler arcs. Ichigo and Amagai are chasing those diet stealth force guys and easily catch them, but it, but the, it wasn't Rishiro, it was a doll. They're at another dead end and they get another Kira report and go to the arena. Renji shows up and Aburai recruits him to take Kibune's fucked up sword back to Yamamoto to prove that the Kasumiyoji are evil so something can fucking happen in this story. Hitsugaya is guarding the Kasumiyoji mansion for some fucking reason and Hitsugaya senses them so Amagai fights Hitsugaya, Rukia fights Rangiku and Ichigo goes into the mansion. Yamamoto finally announces that the plot has to be over so it's time to stop pretending Ichigo is a criminal and go arrest everybody in the, in the, in the mansion. Ichigo runs while the NPC fiancé guides him. Arnkar Encyclopedia. Gein will discuss the blue skies of Las Noches. Aizen wanted it on a whim. Tosin asks why they're even discussing this, and Gein says it's to build excitement for when they get out of filler, and Tosin says, you probably just wanted more screen time, and then Gein says, isn't that why you're here? And that's that's the joke. That's the Episode joke. 186. Yamamoto explains that Kasumiyoji <laughs> forged ceremonial swords and were allowed to have large immunity from soul for shit because of that. I get a distinct feeling they went and asked Kubo, can, can these guys make soul like Zanpakuto? And he went, no. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking insane. It's like, we let those bastards who make weapons have total secrecy while making the <laughs> weapons. I can't believe they're using that secrecy to make those weapons that we banned people from making. That let them create the weird cursed sword, so now they have evidence so the immunity's gone. Byakuya gets to lead the raid. There's nothing in this mansion that should be able to survive Ichigo, much fucking less Byakuya. Yeah. We cut to the evil advisor talking to the Diet Stealth Force, and one of them says, Sir, it's a, the plot's about to be over. Yamamoto says he's going to fuck us. And then the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> and the evil advisor starts shitting and pissing and crying and implying he's actually working for someone else. Well, there's only one other character in this story arc named after a specific guy. Mm. I wonder who it could be. Oh, uh, this was when I fell into true despair. Yeah. Be because like an episode or two ago, I started to think, oh my God, is Amagai not secretly evil? Is he just this shitty of a self-insertion fantasy character? And then Yamamoto's like, storm the place. I'm like, wait, but we have like two, three episodes left. Oh, no. Oh, no. He is secretly evil. And uh -huh. they just waited this long. Yeah. There's going to be nothing to yeah. this. Once I yeah. started piecing that yeah. together with absolute certainty, I'm like, this, this arc's going to end. And because they didn't write anything to have an after the climax moment. The final battle will conclude and we'll have less than three minutes after that before the arc is just gone forever. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I have to say, though, watching this monkey man cope is the best part of this whole arc. Yeah, him looking like Andros <laughs> has continued to fuck me up this whole fucking arc. <laughs> anyway, Kamoi says that that's the advisor's name. I think that's the first time I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give, give Bakato to everybody. Just fucking do it. They still have no chance. Just, just do it. I gotta escape. 
the new orders get to Rangiku and Hitsugai, so those fights just stop. It's worth noting that Amagai had to fight Hitsugai because he has fire powers and Hitsugai has ice powers. Yep. That's really obviously why they... Bakuto jobbers show up and everybody starts fighting them. Rangiku and Rukia almost fucking get owned <sighs> by them and Shuhei yeah. has to show up and help. Yeah. Fucking come on. Come on. Yeah, what the hell? Also, there was a really funny dialogue when they realized, like, oh, we're not fighting each other? Thank God. I would hate to have canonical bleach characters fight each other and then the ninjas appear <laughs> we get some scenes of yuma the yuma chica and ikaku and iba owning jobbers Yaki shows up and takes command i'm a guy runs off Ichigo goes inside the main building fighting guys their swords make them into zombies with the rage piss that's not how these things worked before but it is now i guess yep, yep. ruki shows up and ichigo sends her off with the fiance as he fights guys we check up on Kinryu and Inryu in jail. Man, they've been gone a while. Yeah. Ikaku and Yumichika are like, man, these guys don't care that we pound their dicks. Well, I guess we'll pound them harder. <laughs> Rangiku asks Hitsugaya what's happening. Hitsugaya says this must have all been Yamamoto's plan to enable Ichigo to e expose Kasumiyoji clan while he organized the attempts to hunt down Ichigo incorrectly on purpose. And this is the peak <laughs> level of PTSD for the word plan I have ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, From one filler arc to another. Plan. Yes, I just, that's when I started screaming. <laughs> this was his plan. <laughs> <laughs> Kaboy is stomping through the castle saying he just needs to get to the workshop. A guy's like, they already took the workshop. It was behind a super strong barrier the royal family gave them. And let me tell you, when they actually go into Soul Society's royal family and canon content, oh boy, does it have fucking nothing to do with anything like this. Uh, of course. Of course. Luckily, Soifan was able to break it because Urahara had a blueprint for it? But, yeah, and, I don't know. Um, Ukitake and Kyaraku lead the raid on the workshop and take it over. Kumoi says, I, now we'll have to use Richo as a bargaining chip. It's all we've got left. Ichigo fights more guys. Rukia and NPC fiance find where they were keeping Richo, but they moved her already. The evil advisor meets some NPCs and has them all killed. <laughs> that was so good. No, has them all killed is not anywhere near as funny as it was because it's just like, hey, hey, Kamoi, why are you dressed like that? Why are you so obviously evil? Should you have that that close to the reactor? And then he stabs him just lightly. <laughs> it's just like, okay, yeah, we're done. Mauricio <laughs> shakes her gag off and, and calls Kumoi a bitch, and he slaps her around a little and carries her off. Ichigo's fighting more guys, but on a roof now. Rukia and the NPC fiance show up and tell Ichigo they achieved nothing. Luckily, Ichigo sees her through a window where he's standing and pursues. Evil advisor threatens Mauricio some more, but Ichigo stands up like Ichigo shows up. Ichigo defeats all his guards in one slash, and then Rukia and the fiance show up. The bad guy is holding his dumb mirror sword to her neck. Rukia asks him while why he didn't need this. And he's like, I did it so I could get some vague new amount of political power beyond what I already had. He threatens Ruricio some more. Amagai shows up. Ruricio uses the chance, tries to use the chance to run up to Ichigo, but Amagai stops them and then kills the evil advisor. Gasp. Whoa. <laughs> he walks around and picks up all the Bakuto off of everybody and then teleports away with Risha to confront Yamamoto and I'm like I think that dude can take care of himself <laughs> right yeah, what the fuck are you... 
There's a sentence in here that's very important. Rukia, after, you know, fucking Shusuke murders Andros, just goes, I don't understand. Now that you've killed the mastermind, how will we ever figure out the truth of what he was planning? <laughs> and I just... Does I feel, it matter? I feel cold. <laughs> <laughs> My blood ran cold. I'm like, we're really here again. It's the Valark yeah. again. Yep. Why? Yeah. Why? Why does it always end like this? Please hire a writer that isn't an AI. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Golden. 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 Yamamoto is doing a tea ceremony for Unahana, Byakuya, and Rinji. Rinji's nervous because it's so formal. Then Iatru pops out through the door, scarfs their snacks, like holds the teapot over her mouth and like tilts it to drink it, and then leaves. Yamamoto's like, oh, it's always nice to see you, Yachiru. And Rinji's like, what? <laughs> there was also one last thing that was the peak of you've got to be kidding me andros dying on the ground just keeps going oh 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 i'm dying i but i was working for shusuke the whole time and i'm like we got it okay <laughs> <laughs> we know episode 187 ichigo's like man what the fuck is going on or he's like wow that was a bullshit teleportation power we can't do anything Cut to Yamamoto. Amagai shows up behind him. He's here to kill Yamamoto. Yamamoto killed someone named Shinitsu Kisaragi, which made Amagai very mad. Amagai draws his sword, but Kenryu is there and tries his flower pollen shit on Amagai. Mauricio is able to escape during this, and Inryu shows up and calls out his Shikai and actually speaks. He has a teeny tiny little squeaky voice. Yep. yep. That is why he doesn't talk. Uh -huh. His release is Shake Dachimaru! And he uh, makes big rock hands around Amagai and they close around him. Amagai breaks out of the stone hands and the shockway owns them both instantly. Amagai grabs Kibune's sword. All this bullshit was so he could collect a bunch of strong Bakuto cores that had absorbed energy so he could power up his own and kill Yamamoto. His tuning fork sword is actually a Bakuto and it turns up into, into like a fucked up laser blade on his arm. Yamamoto powers up and takes his shirt off and almost kills Mauricio by setting everything nearby on fire. Amagai then suppresses the flames with his tuning fork, like with the Bakato, like he does the tuning fork thing where it resonates, and that suppresses the flames. Keep in mind, his plan is that Yamamoto is helpless because he no longer has the power of his Zod Bakato. Keep this in mind for future things that happen in the anime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he uses his Bankai and his sword becomes a big two-handed version of the weird hook sword with like a shield attached. It has like jets in the bottom. He swings it down and it cuts a huge chunk off of Serate headquarters. Ruchio and the attendants are fine, but they got knocked down. Amagai's like, I'm going to kill you guys too. I'm going to kill everybody. Then Ichigo shows up and Amagai's like, how did you find us? And I'm like, the building exploded, my guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> the tallest structure in this city blew the fuck up. Why is everyone not here? Because they're standing in a circle having a conversation elsewhere, as we see. <laughs> they're doing their own captain's meeting. Yeah, they're doing a micro-captain's meeting. That, that's, in, that's in one more sentence. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Ichigo asks, hey, old man, why aren't you effortlessly owning this guy? And I'm a guy's like, he can't. I made the floor lava. <laughs> <laughs> man, this really is the exact same thing as fucking Sayaporo. Yep. I get that all filler is just shit that's happened before in canon content, but like with a new coat of paint, but damn. 
We cut to the pseudo-captains meeting where all the captains who raided the Kasumiyoji household talk about how Amagai is the real mastermind. Yoruichi explains how indeed everything was, in fact, Amagai's plan. Yeah. It's real dumb. <laughs> the plot of this arc barely makes sense anyway. Fuck it. Who cares? Back to Ichigo. Shinetsu Kisaragi was Amagai's dad and Yamamoto killed him. Yamamoto says it's true and there's a flashback where he does it. Amagai explains he changed his name and spent his entire life preparing to kill Yamamoto. His father told him about the Bakuto with his dying breath and he researched and did this entire plan to kill Yamamoto. He attacks Yamamoto. Ichigo interferes and gives the exact same bad things happening to you doesn't give you the right to do bad things to other people. And then, and then in, a, in a more characteristic thing says, you should have not been a bitch and just killed Yamamoto yourself straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it says, if Amagai wants him to move, he'll have to force him to move. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, not golden. <sighs> not golden. Chojiro Sasukiba, that is Yamamoto's lieutenant, has a hobby of making English-style tea. He turns on a burner in his little apartment and the building Amagai blew up, blows up behind him, like in the background. He's like, oh shit, was that me? Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to highlight the intro for uh, 187 in English because, you know, we do these intro recap moments. In English, though, they say, Renji delivers Makoto's Bakoto to head captain Yamamoto. And I'm like, that's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Episode 188. Ichigo tells Rukia to take care of Ichiro while he fights Amagai. Ichigo bond because I thought this fucking dude was suppressing Zanpakuto. Whatever. They fight for a bit. In a thing that I actually think is funny, Amagai's like, dude, you're a teenager. You're not a swordsman. And then, like, literally just, like, slowly steps to the side to, to avoid a Getsuga. He's like, dude, I, I've been training for 20 years, and you, you picked up a sword yesterday. Amagai's like, why, why isn't his power sealed? I don't get it yet. They fight a little more. He knocks Ichigo around. Ichigo gets back up and knocks him around. Amagai does a really big attack, and Ichigo break, blocks it and breaks out the mask. I feel like doing this in front of Soul Society leadership should cause some problems, <laughs> but this is a reality bubble where nothing matters that will pop the second, the nanosecond this plot's over, so whatever. Right, I feel like everybody knows, they just don't say they know. It's... They fight and fight, and Amagai goes on a little rant about revenge and hate, and Ichigo brushes it off and calls him a little bitch. They fight and fight and fight, and Amagai... Keeps chipping off little pieces of the mask, and Ichigo hits him with a big Tetsuga. But then, but then his Bakudo starts to eat him, and he gets hit with the rage piss. <laughs> and, the, and, then that, and then that's the end of the episode. Wow, that was like two paragraphs. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Renji is delivering Komamura a letter. Tetsuzaimon, his lieutenant, reminds Komamura it's time, and then gives him a spade and a dog do bag. Rinji is confused until Iba says it's for Komamura's pet dog, and Rinji is then relieved. That's it. Episode 189. It's almost fucking over. <laughs> Amagai is fully charged and all the rage piss. Ichigo tells him to stop or he'll die. He knocks Ichigo through a building and then starts actually suppressing the rage piss and says it's time for Yamamoto to die now. He powers up to attack Yamamoto, but Ichigo hits him with a Getsuga from the wreck building. They fight some more. Ichigo puts him on the rope, but he powers up again. Ichigo powers up even more. What? No way. <laughs> he breaks the Bakuto, but Amagai smashes his mask. Ichigo tells him to stop it, but Amagai screams my revenge. Ichigo gets one final fucking wind and owns him. 
Amagaya attacks Yamamoto anyway to no effect, and then Kyoraku and Ukitake and Yoruichi shows up, and Yoruichi says, Yamamoto only killed your dad because the Kai and Shiba plot happened to him, but with Bakuto. <laughs> <laughs> we all decided to show up the moment the Bakuto that suppresses Zanpakuto powers went away <sighs> and then Yamagai says I can't believe I did all this because of a misunderstanding and sets himself on fire and dies instantly <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it is so fucking funny <laughs> he just puts himself on the pillar of fire and then slowly vanishes it's great because they lecture him it's like no Ichigo he did military service so he gets to kill himself and we all have to watch <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, what? Yeah, good. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Ichigo says goodbye to Ruishio and her attendants and fucking leaves. Good. <laughs> Did you know this fucking dude is in Bleach Brave Souls? Yep. Fucking Jinkari can't get into Bleach excuse Brave Souls. Excuse me, now Shisuke I'm actually Amagai. upset. Do you think that he has the ability to sell himself on fire and die? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> be a cool deep cut power <laughs> but that's great thank you for taking us through these episodes. no there's one last oh, thing oh, oh, like, oh, oh, oh. yeah that's true I'm bob sorry. this is the most important thing so far we can't forget this that's right illustrated guide to soul reapers what are you talking about ichigo <laughs> runs through the senkaimon <laughs> to go back home but it, it leads to hueco mundo nell tackles him and says she's glad he's finally back or Hime runs on screen and then shows him the manga and is like, we got to get ready and do this, Ichigo. And then the next episode, we'll be back in re reality. Hooray. Except we won't because we're doing the movie next. Yeah. 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 Bleach Fate to Black. The only Bleach movie I have literally no memory of. I'm very excited. So, so that's that's that. That's that. Yep. That's, we did it. That's that. Another filler rock down. <sighs> now we got to do our segments. First off, we had both an opening and ending end this week because the filler arc ended. That's good. Yep. So we get to talk about the opening and score it on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, let's see. The opening is the song Chubura by Kiloon. This is the one where we start with a little bit of a beach sequence and then a ton of stuff about this arc. Yep. So, Dr. Agro, what did you think of this OP? I thought overall this one was pretty good. The um, the animation was great stuff. We had a lot of cool outfits in that beach scene. We got to see uh, Ichigo destroy his own father on their doorstep with his book bag, which is always nice. A lot of custom animation. There was the neat thing where it like changed halfway through the arc. Mm -hmm. <sighs> There's, I mean, there are parts where they show Amagai. There are parts where they don't. And when they don't, I'm always asking myself, where's Amagai? And the song's, like, pretty good. It's all right. I, overall, this is, like, a strong seven. All right. Chris, what did you think? Uh, it, this is, like, the stereotypical filler anime opening where it's, like... And a lot of things in this fucking opening don't actually happen, like Ichigo fighting Hanza in Puerto Mundo. Yeah. They like to pretend, okay? <laughs> this, this wasn't so bad, though, so I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I'm also giving it a seven. I actually really like the beach stuff, and I think the song is pretty catchy. I think they did a good job here. Surprisingly, I, I found myself watching this intro quite a bit and not getting tired of it. Uh, Dan, what did you think? Chobura has some cozy slice of life shots in it, a pretty good song. But since it features all of these terrible filler characters that make me 
boilingly angry just looking at them i'm fucking pissed for at least half of the intro i'm giving it a six <laughs> all right now we gotta review the ending which was gallif by p zumuku chris what do you think of this one the song was bad and it was the most stereotypical panning panning over an image that's our ending animation we're panning. We're panning. Three. Yeah, this was weird. It made me feel like it was from a different anime entirely. Like, something about it just gave me hints of something else of that era and not of Bleach. And I didn't like the song either. I think the part where they show a bunch of uh, Rukia's face superimposed on the background was neat. But the outfits were really plain boring, so I'm gonna give it, like, a four. Dan? Gallop by Pesmoku. Has good vibes, but absolutely no money, and a weird obsession with Rukia with a sprinkle of Ichigo and her attraction, I guess. It doesn't really work. I don't know. It's so sad and so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a five, though, because I just, the bar has never been lower for my bleach viewing experience. <laughs> Dr. Agro? Yeah, the imagery in this ED is inexplicable and at times literally nonsensical with several silhouettes and versions of Rukia sort of splashed in and out of each other. But I really, really dug this song and that drags it like all the way up to a good strong six. <laughs> yeah. It's acceptable. I, I get it. <laughs> all right. Now we get to move on to my favorite section. We get to talk about who is the best dressed in this filler arc with basically no new designs. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? This is the worst it's ever been. Yeah, no, I like, look, I like to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually it's my legit favorite thing. <laughs> but, um, Dan, who is the best I'm, dressed? I'm really glad you asked. Okay, so I'm going to nominate Shusuke Avagai because he had a winning glowing <laughs> smile. <laughs> I mean, his, his Bakuto was like actually pretty sick. The black dragon laser sword thing. I'm like, why do you have a conch shell that spits fire on your other half? Who designed it? He had a why? black scorpion like tail almost. It's like there's a carapace on his tail. I don't. It made me think of like if the boss of that second Bleach movie was actually cool at all. Yeah. It kind of had that vibe. <laughs> okay. But then he had the big dumb sword that really counteracted how cool that part was. Chris, any thoughts? <laughs> oh, God. This is the worst it's ever been. This is the worst and most impossible <laughs> it's ever been. Oh, God. It's pretty bad, man. A K Kenogi in the wedding, Hakama. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Dr. Agro? <laughs> uh, that's easy. During the, the worst fight of this arc, we see third seat Kibune, and thank God I will never have to hear a dub actor say third seat Kibune ever again for the rest of my life. <laughs> right, he's erased from history. <laughs> Decides to switch out his regular ugly glasses with brand new ugly glasses that don't have any lenses and are three times their size. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's it's some Nickelodeon <laughs> shit. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't what know what they were thinking. I don't know. That has to be an animation error, nothing else. <laughs> Are you saying this wasn't their plan? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm saying that. Well, I guess I gotta go. I don't think we nominated this yet, but in the intro, we see frames of Rukia in a beach outfit. She's got like a one-piece swimsuit that's white and blue with a dress over it that's blue and a sun hat. And it is very cute. It is great. It's a good outfit. I feel like that has been nominated, but do it anyway. Well, if it hasn't, I have a second one, which I think is hilarious. Oh? Fake Richiro in the wedding outfit with the unibrow. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) They just... The, the thing dangling in front of her face is perfectly matched up with her eyebrows, so oh it makes God. it look like she has one gigantic brow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I laughed so hard because they showed that shot like three times. Bob's like, this is the funniest damn arc I've ever seen. <laughs> Which is how you know his brain's <laughs> shutting down to help him cope. <laughs> Speaking of coping, Dan, how excited are you to watch the next thing of Bleach? We're watching the movie well, on a scale of 1 to 10. It's a movie... See, I gotta weigh the good movies with the bad movie. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm excited. Okay. It doesn't feature Shusuke. I'm a guy. That's always a plus. <laughs> it's such a plus, man. Oh, man. I'm pretty upset at that Bleach game for including him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, do I have to do a scale? Yeah, what's Is there a number scale number here? 10 here. Uh,. Hey, give it a good solid eight. I could go for a good bleach movie right now. You know, it's like a palate cleanser. Right? And if it's a bad bleach movie, it's like a suicide pact. <laughs> Chris, did you bring any crazy trivia? According to Kubo, is this true or false? According to Kubo, Eisen never needed glasses at all. He specifically wore them to look more trustworthy. True. Bob? True. Agro? 100%. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's like that's, it's that like, seems like the intent here. Yeah, if that's not true, then I I don't even know who, who, who what bleach is anymore. <laughs> the, the arc has taken it from me. <sighs> All right, now we need to review these episodes on our tightness scale. Yeah, these were super tight, right, guys? Uh huh. Hella. The tightness scale goes from zero to twenty-five. You know, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> you get the full scale. You know. Yeah. You could use any end of it. So I want to start pretty positive. Do- Dr. Agro, what do you think? How tight was this? I, I would like to apologize for leaving behind my co-hosts last time to their suffering and callously <laughs> wallowing in my own enjoyment. Uh, for what it's worth, I have been punished by God for my hubris <laughs> with the back half of this filler arc. It's... Oh, oh! The fucking Izuru Kabune fight was so bad. I, oh my god! It was it was a dumb, dumb rehash of the Serete arc. Everyone in it was a moron. So many things kept happening over and over and over again, and nothing was accomplished. But you know, there were like four different times when somebody got kicked in the face. And that's why I started reading Bleach to begin with all those years ago. So, five. (laughs) See, that's pretty positive for this arc, I think. Dan, what do you think? (laughs) I'm 
been looking up and down these numbers. I'm just... I'm going to give it what I think is a really high score, and there are a few different points that redeem it for that, that bring it up to that level. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's really worth stressing. Some of the dialogue for the last two to four episodes here is fucking hilarious. I really was not exaggerating when it's a conversation between a canon bleach character and a not canon bleach character about how small the not canon bleach character's penis is. So many different dialogues in these last four episodes are just their satire of bleach filler. They have conversations about how there's a new plan and there wasn't a plan and how there's bureaucracy, but they have to obey it for 10 minutes. For 10 minutes, they have to follow this. And then there's a civil war for no reason. Some of this shit's just so bad, it loops back around to being, like, a brilliant satire of the fucking terrible bleach filler I've had to watch. But unfortunately, it's all dog shit, so it can only bring it up to a four, which is really high for what this is, (laughs) just to be clear. Also, I really can't stress how funny it is that the ultimate power that uh, Makoto and uh, Shusuke gain turns their eyes and mouth into head beams into high beams and they just they just start screaming that's hilarious it is pretty funny i also like when kira charges up and goes like super saiyan blue like i don't know why he did that for one moment (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess i gotta review it oh man surprisingly most of this is awful but there's probably like two episodes worth of actual content I enjoyed. That's fucking insane. <laughs> it was all just watching Monkey Man cope that bad was so funny to me. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Um, they asked him a simple question. He stabbed them. Yes. <laughs> like, that's fucking unreal. <laughs> that carries the arc so much. I have to just ignore everything that happened the first five episodes of this. Because, oh, man, it's so bad. It's so dire. They do nothing. They go in circles so often. So I, I, but I feel like that moment gets this brought up all the way to, yeah, four. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? I think this is worse than the Bound Arc Zero. I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, understandable. No, I, I get it. Like, again, again, the Bound Arc is a really shitty shonen anime arc. It still has the structure and conventions of a shonen anime arc. And this is like 18 episodes of we're going to make we're, we can't we're not actually allowed to define anything about the structure of Soul Society, but we're still going to try and have a plot about the political machinations of Soul Society. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty vile. I uh, sat there and I was like, you know, sometimes you watch like like a whole arc of an anime and you go, oh, that, that could make a killer movie. <laughs> this could make a killer episode. No. Singular. <laughs> no, it couldn't. No, it's cool because it's, it's going to begin and end in one episode. They don't have to explain things. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We, we could make a nice meaty two-parter if we just cut Kabune out of it entirely. Yeah, Kabune being that pointless is hilarious. It's so bad. I like that we're focusing on that and not Hansa 
or any of the shit that happened in the first half. No. <laughs> uh, the first half at least pretended to be a show and filler arc. It did. With a bunch of a random bit. goofy villains. I think the second half would be better replaced by them airing a nectarine rotting for 10 <laughs> weeks straight. <laughs> so, like, I didn't even mention this because it was so irrelevant to the whole thing. When they're when they're going through Amagai's plan, <laughs> they have a line where they're like, well, he must not have expected Kibune to be defeated. And it's like, what on earth would have been different had he not been? What on earth about what he did would have changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the plan makes no sense. And I'm like, did they, did they come up with this last second? Did they, did they realize they need to get rid of Amagai and just, just do this? Right. Probably. That's how these filler arcs always go. Like that's really <laughs> transparently what the bleach arc, what the bound arc was, where it was like, we need more. Do a thing where they all go to Soul Society and they have to fight the captains. And this time they're like, we don't need any more. <laughs> So I was like, thank God, kill them all. <laughs> yeah, I think we kill literally every new character except for Ruricio and Tersu sidekicks. And they leave Ruricio with her being like, I'll never ask you for anything again, Ichigo. Thank God. No, that's bullshit. If I have to see the mod souls every other fucking episode, I had better see Ruricio again. No, I'm no, sorry. This isn't, this, isn't a, this isn't a reality bubble. God damn it. She's sub mod soul. I'm sorry. No, it's Fuck true. you. No, it's true. No. It's, it's it's true. She's I like Inryu. He should be a main character. He should be a real character, but only him. You're not even gonna deal with the other guy? No, he he doesn't have anything going for him, but Inryu has a has a, a notable design. He has big Hulk hands. He has a really high voice. Yeah, Ken Ryu can go to hell because it turns out his Shikai does have an attack mode and he just didn't use it for the first half of this arc. Yeah. Man. Nothing actually adds up in this arc. No. It yeah, does it's, not. It's filler arc. Oh, thanks for stopping by, everybody. I'm so glad that next time we get to watch a movie. Hey, wait a second. I just realized something. Yeah? You don't have a sign-off catchphrase for chucking bleach. I don't. Huh. I'm hitting stop now. <laughs> can I take that, that catchphrase? <laughs> yeah, you can take that. <laughs> and if he doesn't say it every episode, you just, you literally take the same clip from the last episode. <laughs> hey, before you down that jug of bleach, how about you head on over to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. You can get the next episode of Chugging Bleach early and help support us doing insane seven-year-long endeavors like watching all of Bleach. We also do many other shows that you can get extras for. And if you ascend to Vasto Pod Lourdes, you'll even get credit for it on Big Think Dimension, our weekly gaming podcast. If not, that's fine. We'll see you next time you're thirsty for some bleach.